This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 210. English Link founder Steve Kaufman talks about why learning is up to you. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Today, you'll get three tips from polyglot and language learning expert, Steve Kaufman. He shares what he has discovered through years of language learning. Listen in to apply this to your English language journey. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey guys, welcome to the All Ears English Podcast. Today we have language enthusiast and co-founder of Link, Steve Kaufman. Welcome, Steve. How are you today? I'm fine, Lindsay. Good morning. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, it's so great to meet you. Thanks for joining us today. Well, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to talk about my favorite subject, language learning. I know. It seems like you've really cracked the code to know how to actually learn languages. How many languages did you say that you actually speak? Well, I would say I don't speak them all equally well, but 15. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Like many people struggle just to learn one or two languages. So you obviously know how it's done. So, Steve, can you tell us a story about where the light bulb, where and when the light bulb finally went on as to how to learn languages? I mean, let us know what happened. Well, I, I, you know, I would say that there are two moments. One, when I was about 17 and uh, attending university in Montreal, and I had, a, I had a professor of French who made French interesting for me. And once it was interesting, then I was pursuing the language and I was looking for, you know, books, movies, uh, whatever I could find. So and, and I realized then and of course, I became so interested in French that I actually became fluent in it. Wow. And that was a major moment because a lot of people don't know that they can become fluent in another language. They have never experienced it. So it's a bit like climbing a mountain. If you don't think you're going to reach the top of the mountain, you may give up. But That's a good point. But you've done it and you know you can do it, then you are much more confident, motivated. You know, I always say if I'm looking for something at home and I'm not sure it's at home, then I may not look so hard because it might be at the office or it might be somewhere else. But if I know it's there, I'm going to look until I find it. And it's the same with language learning. If you know you can do it, and we can all do it. We can do it. You're, you're going to try that much harder. So that was one moment. And the other moment, I think, in a way, was the advent of the mini disc player and the MP3 player. When oh, I interesting. realized that today, because when I studied like Chinese back in the late 60s, I had this mm -hmm. great big open reel uh, tape recorder, right? And so now oh. we can download 
all kinds of audio content. Very often we can find transcripts, but we can then carry this in this little MP3 player. So starting with the mini disc player and then with the MP3 player, I'm now 69. Since the age of 60, I have learned six languages. That's incredible, Steve. Yeah. All because of the MP3 player. Well, because of the technology, including our website link, including uh, the resources that are available on the Internet, uh, I think language learning has been completely revolutionized. Oh, and I mean, there's no way back uh, 30, 40, 50 years ago that I could have learned all these languages. I would have had to go to a classroom. I would have had to buy uh, umpteen textbooks. And I still wouldn't have been anywhere. So what you're saying is that the conditions are all here for our listeners to really take their learning to the next level. I mean, this is the best time in history if you want to be a language learner. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, particularly for those people who are learning English, because yes. the resources, the availability of, of content, of, of whatever uh, on the Internet is, is limitless, you know. They're everywhere. But, but I'm learning languages like Romanian and Korean and, and Ukrainian, where it's wow. Czech, where it's more difficult to find resources, but even there. There's so many resources on the Internet with audio and text. Yeah, we're lucky at this time, so we've got to take advantage of what's out there. So, Steve, can you tell us, so it seems like you've, like I said before, you've really figured it out here, and you've told us your story about how things changed for you, but what are your three core tips, three core takeaways that our listeners can use to learn the way that you do, to actually find the kind of success that you've had? Well, what can they do? All right. The first thing is to realize that your learning doesn't depend on the teacher, doesn't depend on your school. It depends on you, the learner. That is so important. What does that mean? It means that you have to be motivated. You have to like the language. You have to want to learn. You have to believe you can do it. You have to put in the time because it takes time. We don't learn oh, quickly. Yeah. We learn slowly. So you have to stay with it. So I think the first thing is to realize that all of those things that relate to your attitude are, that's 80% of the battle. That's huge. I can't that's huge. repeat that often enough. 80% of the battle. So that's number one. Okay. okay. Number two is put the emphasis on comprehension. Hmm. In other words, if you can say a few things, but you don't understand what the other person is saying, you can't communicate. Because right. language is about communication. It's not mm -hmm. about you saying some things. It's about understanding what the other person has said, has said, sometimes anticipating what they're going to say and you responding. And so you need vocabulary to do that. And you need to have a, a, a good you know, ability to understand both the written and the spoken language. And what it also does, if you have good comprehension, you're more relaxed. You know, okay, so the key. Go ahead. You're more relaxed. So the key to good comprehension, in your opinion, is that vocabulary really focusing on vocabulary, or is that what is that? Part of it. Uh, like I believe in a lot of listening and reading. A lot. Okay. Every day, and not watching movies or TV. Listening, MP3 player. You know. Mm, okay. So listening, because that's very word rich, and so the brain now has to make meaning out of these words. And at first it's fuzzy and you can hardly tell where one word ends and the next word begins. And you just let your brain, it will eventually sort things through, especially if you have both the audio and the transcript. Mm, that's huge. You don't need the transcript, but for an initial period to make sure you're picking up words and phrases and expressions, it's a big right. advantage to have both. So, so a lot of, yeah, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, please go ahead, Steve. If you achieve a, a comfortable sense of comprehension, uh, the ability, you're confident you can understand what they're saying. You're so much more relaxed. And when you're more relaxed, you speak better. You do better. You're not tense. You're not under the gun. So the emphasis, I think, should be on comprehension. 
I see. So it becomes kind of a positive snowball effect where we get more comfortable, therefore more confident, therefore we're e- it's easier to actually speak. It's a beautiful, virtuous cycle. Absolutely. And gets back to this whole, uh, you know, uh, liking it. If you're doing well, if you're understanding it, if you're not under pressure, then you mm-hmm. like it because you've achieved some success now. You understand more than two months ago. So that feeds our, the brain likes that. We achieved something. Yeah. You know? I like that. Go ahead. A lot of our listeners want to use movies and TV, things like Friends. Everyone loves the show Friends. What's wrong, in your opinion, what's wrong with using shows like Friends or movies to practice your listening? There's nothing wrong with it. I find it is less efficient because okay. if you're dealing with strictly with sound, you can take it everywhere you go. Yeah, uh, in the car, on the train, walking the dog, washing the dishes. If I couldn't learn languages while washing the dishes, doing tasks and so forth, I wouldn't have the time because you've got to put in an hour or more a day. You have to. And most of that is dead time. It's time you're waiting for something. You're going somewhere. So that's the big advantage of audio. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. The other thing is, uh, friends or sitcoms, they're actually quite difficult. Yeah, they are. They are. Be very clear on this. And so if people get frustrated because they don't understand movies or they don't understand friends, they're putting an unfair demand on themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are just listening to the sound, the brain is being trained. Uh, it's less colloquial. A lot of the dialogue in these sitcoms is not natural. People in- really? don't speak that way. Interesting. Interesting. I never thought about that. I mean, so you don't get to start that positive cycle if you're sitting down in front of friends and you're only understanding about 10% of friends. Yeah. Right. Forget it. Yeah. I mean, I lived in Japan for nine years. I speak Japanese. I was doing business in Japanese. And, of course, I did a lot of listening and reading, as I always do. And I spoke every chance I got. But for me to understand the Japanese soap operas, that took like five years. I mean, that's difficult stuff. So if you like it, fine. Uh, Go for it. But it's not, to my mind, the, the prime learning um, oh, I see. So maybe the key, maybe the key is knowing when we're just trying to have entertainment, like watching Friends, and when we're actually learning to learn. Right. Now, what's very important, of course, is interest. So if you're only interested in Friends and you're not interested in listening to All Ears English, for example, or you're not yeah, in, yeah. In, like I like listening to podcasts on history, which I find yeah. the internet. Yeah, yeah. My interest. So if you're interested in Friends, fine, go for it. But. Um, if you can somehow rip off the soundtrack and listen to it away from the TV and listen to it many times, and if you're able to find a transcript, you'll eventually get used to that language, even if it is a bit artificial. So if that's what interests you, it drives you, fine. But for me, it's not the prime thing. But I was going to add the third point. So Yeah, what's the third point? The third point is 
is the first point is of course you're you're liking it you're determined you're going to do it you're comp- motivated mm-hmm. the second thing is focusing on comprehension mm-hmm. the thing is don't be hard on yourself yeah. give yourself credit for what you can do uh, don't worry about what you can't do uh, if you communicate it even not so well and people sometimes say, oh you know sometimes you feel I did well this time and I didn't do well this other time and don't worry yeah. about it. I hear that a lot from students. So today was a good speaking day. Yesterday wasn't good. I don't know why, right? Speaking is about, there has to be a a meaningful communication. That's another reason why I put so much emphasis on comprehension. Without comprehension, you don't have meaningful communication. So when you Mm -hmm. speak, it's not a performance. This is not figure skating. You're not being judged. You're just communicating. And if you communicate it, you say to yourself, wow, look at me. I communicated in another language. I see. And so don't put unnecessary tension, demand, uh, pressure on yourself. And I see so many people. And, and so tension and pressure is the enemy, the enemy of success in language learning. So, so really, get on your own side. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I went out with a bunch of friends and they were all yakking away in their native language, whatever, <laughs> Spanish. And I couldn't understand too much, very much. Well, fine. But you were there with them. You picked up yeah. a bit. You improved a bit. You're not going to get worse. You're not going to get worse, so just mm-hmm. keep doing it. And you know, I'm so, I'm, uh, you know, I'm intimidated. I, it's hard for me to jump in the conversation. Yeah, it's hard. What? We've all been there. Me too. So yeah. say a few things. Uh, you know, pass the buck. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's supposed to be hard, right? This is language learning, but get on your own side. Absolutely. If you want to be totally comfortable, just speak your own language. Right. And don't try to learn a new language. Yeah. That, that's one thing I love about learning languages. It's an opportunity to push our limits. And actually, I think in that space, we have an amazing opportunity to grow as people, not just language learners. Right? It's really not about language in the end. It's about pushing your limits for life. So pushing your limits, discovering new worlds, expand, expanding your personality. I mean, there's no yeah. question. I speak 15 languages. I'm, my personality is just a little bit different in each language and I, I can I, I can appreciate people of that culture and so oh yeah no mm-hmm. it's 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 a wonderful thing and it's well, the big thing about language learning it's doable like I play golf I practice I never improve I won't improve I haven't <laughs> okay. improved for 15 years I'm not going to improve oh, no. but language learning I know that the more effort you put in you will improve so that makes it a very satisfying task you're going to improve you just have it's slow it's slow. There's no sudden success right. stories. It's slow. There's no get-rich-quick stories here. <laughs> I like that. Wow, Steve, this is fantastic. Thank you so much for your insight today. You know, this has been like gold. I mean, I think this is really the way that our listeners can get into that positive cycle and have it become a snowball effect for them because I've seen it happen with some listeners, and I know it's doable. And if our listeners take these tips, you know, first of all, staying motivated and making it about you as a learner, not about your teacher, not about your resources. Second, focusing on comprehension and vocabulary. And third, you know, getting on your own side, being your own friend in this journey of language learning. I think if our listeners do this, they can see those results that you've seen with 15 languages. So, so Steve, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online if they want to check out your work? I think you have a fantastic product or service over there. Can you let us know? Sure. I mean, uh, the name of the website is, is Link, L-I-N-G-Q dot com. And it basically embodies my philosophy of language learning. So I won't go into the detailed explanation of it. 
people are welcome to contact me, Steve at link, L-I-N-G-Q dot com, if they have any questions about the site, how it works. People can also find me at YouTube, uh, mm-hmm. Lingo Steve. Oh, cool. You have a YouTube channel. My Fantastic. YouTube channel and I put out uh, videos uh, once or twice a week in both, mostly in English about language learning, but also in, you know, Spanish, French, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, whatever the mood of the moment is. So people cool. can find me there. Uh, but uh, yeah, and come to link and send me an email. But the key thing is, I think people who are still struggling with their first language, I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest obstacle. Get over that and you'll soon discover that you want to learn more languages. And I think a service like the one you provide is excellent to get. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And at the same time, a positive message. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for being on our show. And listen, guys, if you want to come back and get these direct links over to Link, you can actually go to allersenglish.com slash 209 and you'll get all the information for Steve and how to find him online. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for coming on the show today. It's been great meeting you. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.